One of the greatest achievements in life is finding our purpose and developing the courage to pursue it despite all challenges, circumstances, and uncertainties. My name is Angel Rivera, the kingdom-minded coach, husband, father, and pastor. First and foremost, thank you for taking the time to check out our podcast, where we help emerging kingdompreneurs discover their purpose, embrace uncertainty, and impact lives around the world without sacrificing your values. Over the last 14 years, I've been on a personal empowerment and spiritual development journey that's allowed me to understand how to honor God while pursuing my passion and goals in business and life. Along my journey, I found it challenging at times and began asking myself, how can I effectively help myself and other people focus on their goals, honor God, raise a family, be a great husband and or a wife, build a legacy, start a business, handle all the issues of life, and still have the energy to remain positive, take care of myself, and remain faithful and strong through the journey and storms of life. The good news? It's possible, and I can help. I developed the Kingdom Driven Purpose Method, aka the KDP Method, and I specialize again in helping people like you embrace the uncertainties of life, discover your kingdom-driven purpose, and impact the world through the empowerment principles found in the Word of God. So if you're ready to walk on water, connect deeper with God, pursue your God-given purpose, and impact the world like never before, get ready. This podcast is the place to be. Welcome home. The journey ahead is going to be exciting. Hey there, and welcome back to the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Rivera, and today I'm bringing you episode 13, How to Increase Your Faith in Four Easy Steps. I don't know about you guys, but faith is one of the best and most amazing forces, one of the greatest muscles that we can exercise as people of faith, yet it's one of the most challenging things. You know, to me, just to give you a quick definition of what faith is and why it's so important to me, we all activate it. Everybody activates faith in one way or another. And you don't have to be a believer to actually activate faith. There's atheists and agnostics. We all have to have faith in everything that we do. The only difference is what are we placing our faith in? What is it going towards? And for us as believers, obviously, our faith is in Jesus Christ. Our faith is in the Father. And our faith is through the power of the Holy Spirit that gives us the ability to exercise the gifts that hopefully manifest different things in our life to help increase our faith. So in this podcast, I wanted to give you four easy steps that you can apply right now that I believe are essential to becoming a stronger disciple of Christ and to increase your faith that can move mountains. This is not the only things that we can do, but I think it's very foundational. And to bring it home, I just wanted to give you a quick definition of what faith is to me. And uh, faith is the ability to see past our limited perspective and into the unlimited, unseen reality and perspective of God's. You know what I mean? There's a, an amazing scripture where it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is the substance of things 
hope for. So without faith, faith, hope is going to be impossible to attract. It's going to be impossible to have because it requires faith to have hope in something that has not yet manifested itself. So in this scripture, it says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So again, the evidence of things that are manifesting in our life may not show up in reality, but because of the hope that we have, it's going to give us the energy and it's going to give us the ability to see past what we don't see yet to get what we want. And again, we activate this all the time. So in this podcast, I want to give you four easy steps that you can apply to make sure that your ability to see past what we see with our physical eyes goes into the unseen world where God resides because his unlimited favor and the ability that he gives to us to increase our faith is going to allow us to alter the reality, which in turn alters our state, which in turn controls our behavior, which in turn gives us the things that we're experiencing in life. So with that being said, number one, and this is going to be, you know, again, foundational and you may have heard this already but please hear this with a new set of ears and a renewed heart an open heart number one you have to read and meditate on god's word you have to intentionally read his word and then meditate on it so after we read and, and this is crazy we just went to a uh, our wednesday night service here in uh in chula vista california and our pastor was talking just briefly about um, bringing home a point, but he was saying how easy it is for us to get on TV or get on our cell phones. I think we can all relate to that and scroll into the vortex of Instagram, TikTok, you know, Facebook or whatever other kind of apps. And for you, maybe it's not an app. Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's something that just excites you and interests you, but you could be doing it forever. YouTube beyond there just watching and watching and scrolling and clicking and watching and recommending and liking and commenting for hours but then when we get our bible out immediately our mind goes away from what you're trying to focus on we get tired all of a sudden all of a sudden the spirit of tiredness comes on you and you're now falling asleep the minute you open up the word of god I don't know about y'all, but I truly believe that that is one of the weaknesses of the flesh when you're trying to feed your spirit. That's a, that's a spirit coming in that's preventing you and making it difficult for you to get into the Word of God because the enemy knows that if you get into the Word of God, you are going to have weapons of warfare that are going to defeat a lot of the strongholds that we have. So while it's foundational and almost elementary, we all hear, read your Bible, meditate on God's word day and night. But because it's so remedial and because it's been told to us so many times, we don't actually do it. How? When was the last time you actually opened up your Bible and read it for at least 15 minutes? Where it was intentional time that you set apart in your day to open it up and to read scriptures that actually pertain to some of the struggles that you're going through. So number one, you have to read the word of God and now allow the living word of God to water your spirit. 
It is living water. It will quench your thirst that cannot be quenched by anything else this world has to offer. But after you read the word, you have to meditate on the word, meaning you need to learn how to quiet your mind and allow the word that you just read to cement and dry into your heart, to think about your word, to think about what it said to you, to think about how you can apply it and just bask in it, marinate in it, allow it to take root inside of your soul so that it can get implanted in your heart. And when it's implanted in your heart, it'll eventually infect your mind. And when it infects your mind, it starts to demolish and break down strongholds. This is why the enemy, this is why the flesh does not want you to read and meditate on the word of God. Number two, be prayerful and start a prayer journal. So after you read and you meditate, meditate, as I said in a previous podcast, when it, when I was talking about the power of prayer, um, you have to understand the difference. Meditation is hearing from God. Praying is asking God. Right. And the reason why it's so important to read the word, to meditate and then to pray is when you read the word, you allow your mind and your spirit and your soul to understand the will of God. You actually read his word and you understand the nature, the character and the attributes of God that allows us to get aligned with him and his will and his purposes for us. So now when we meditate on it, our soul and our spirit is now under the submission of the Holy Spirit and the word starts to take root inside of us, cementing and consecrating our hearts and our minds and our spirits to the word of God. We're in submission to it. So now when our prayer goes out, Step number two, as we begin to pray, our prayers are going to be more aligned with the word, his promises, his character, right? So now when we're praying, it's because that our prayers are going to be more successful and stronger and more powerful because we allowed the word to meditate into our hearts and our souls that now when we pray, we're now in line with it. So our prayers are going to be more powerful, which is why this is step two. And then as you pray, write a journal, get a journal out, guys. This is huge. Again, elementary, but it's huge. And if you don't have a prayer journal, I suggest you write one and you get one and you start writing in it ASAP. Record the date and the time that you requested your prayers. Write them down, not so that you can, God, I told you on January 1st, 2016, that this, I wanted this, and now it's January 2023, and it still hasn't come to pass. You are not, it's not for that reason. Because when our prayers and our hearts and our minds are aligned with the word of God, we meditated, our prayers are going to be different and God will answer those prayers. And the prayer journal is for us to go back in reference and to actually have a stepping stone is to have a checkpoint in seeing, oh my God, God answered me in this situation. God answered me in that situation. Because if your life is anything like mine, it's fast paced. And before you know it, you're going to forget what you asked God for. 
you're going to forget and you're going to not have a record of what you asked for. So you're not even going to know when God answers your prayers. So keeping a prayer journal is mainly for us to go back and reference to see how faithful God has been, to see what he's delivered you from and what he's answered and all that good stuff. Um, and it's also, this is another thing for me that I do, is I don't know if you have kids or not, but if you do have kids, doesn't it get annoying when our kids ask us the same thing over and over and over and over again as if we haven't heard them and as if we don't want the best for them? I mean, my kids, our kids do that to us all the time. Natalia and I are always like, oh my gosh, we heard you. Yes, we got you. Stop asking me. And it gets to a point where we say in our humanity, can you stop asking me? If you ask me one more time, I'm not going to do it. Right. We, we get to that point sometimes or maybe it's just us, whatever. But the idea is we write our prayers down so we don't have to keep on bothering God. And again, we don't bother God. I'm using that in my human terms. But that's the idea. It's like, hey, man, in our prayers, let's ask God once and he is faithful to answer. And now our prayers can be about other things. So the whole goal with the prayer journal is to ask God. And then every once in a while, you just thank him in advance for following through with the prayers that you had. You don't got to keep on asking them and keep on asking them and keep on asking them. You ask him one time and then you just praise him for that. You thank him in advance for that. Your faith begins to activate because you know that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Lord, my prayer that I just gave you, my faith is now going to be activated and the substance of my faith is going to already believe and hope for that you are already coming through and that the unseen is manifesting itself and in due time, in your right time, you are going to answer my prayers. So thank you in advance. And now your prayers can be about other people. Your prayers can be about gratefulness, about worship, about how he can use you and how you can pray for other people, because that's what prayer should be about. Prayer should be about us glorifying God, worshiping him, and then praying for other people, which leads me into number three. Number three, surround yourself with people who are passionate about God. Surround yourself with people who are passionate about God. And this is the reason why. It says so in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11, Therefore encourage one another and build each other up. I had a podcast a couple of uh, episodes ago where it says our company will determine our destiny. I think it was maybe episode 11 or 10. But go back and check that out because this is huge. Who we surround ourselves with will determine your destiny. Show me the closest five friends that you have and I will show you your future. That's what the statement or the quote says. It's cliche, but it's true. Your fab five the five closest people that you have in your life are going to determine where you're going to end up in five years. So we have to surround ourselves with people who are passionate about God. They will encourage you. They will inspire you. They will motivate you. And another amazing reason why we should surround ourselves with people who are passionate about God, because stories and testimonies Help build our faith. When you hear how God is moving in other people's lives, you're either going to do one of two things. You're either going to give it a cara of puchi, which is what my wife calls it, and that means you're going to give it a poop-looking face, and you're going to look at it like, whatever. 
Keep on bragging. God's moving in your life. Whoop-dee-woo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just keep bragging. Or you're going to see it as, wow, if God is moving in their life, then it's only a matter of time before he moves in mine. What I want to do is perhaps go and ask this couple or go ask this individual more about how God answered their prayers and maybe emulate some of the practices and habits that they have in their life so that I can activate the favor of God in mine. You see the difference of perspectives? Remember that and write this one down. The breakthroughs we celebrate is the one we attract. The breakthroughs or the breakthrough that we celebrate for other people is the breakthrough that we attract. Always, always, always have an open heart and a clear perspective, a clean perspective, a positive, uh, uh, optimistic perspective when other people share their testimonies. And when you're around passionate people that love God, they are going to have God stories. Every Tuesday morning, I wake up at 4.15, 4.30 in the morning, and I'm at my men's prayer meeting at 5.30 a.m. I get there at 5.20, and about 40, 50 to 60 men show up, and the first thing that our pastor has us do after we pray and we scream and we give a shout to the Lord is God stories. We want to hear how God is moving in other people's lives because it enforces, it helps inspire, it helps see past our circumstances and when you have the right perspective and you surround yourself with people that are passionate about God it's only a matter of time before you learn and begin to see and activate your faith in such a way that's going to bring that favor and those experiences into your life all right so we have number one was read and meditate on God's word number two be prayerful and start a prayer journal and number three, surround yourself with people who are passionate about God and hear their testimonies, hear their God stories. And number four, the last one that we're going to talk about in this episode, practice your faith through actions. This one is humongous, guys. You, you don't expect to go to the gym and just stand there to lose weight or to build muscle. You have to participate. You have to do something. You have to go into action. In James chapter 2, verse 26, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead, right? So the body that we live in, it dies it becomes cold and hard as a rock without a spirit residing inside of it. Just like that, so faith is without deeds, faith is dead. So when we're able to practice your faith out through actions, you are going to increase your faith. Why is that? Because now you're putting yourself in a position where God can use you, your life, to be able to bless other people. And as you bless other people and as you move in the lives of other people through God's spirit, through hearing him and meditating on him and praying to him. And because you're in the word and because you're surrounding yourself with amazing people, you're going to start to feel certain inclinations. You're going to start to hear God move in your, in, in your world, in your life, in your spirit, in your mind. And you're going to start to actually go into action. And then your faith is going to increase because I promise you this. Somebody will tell you. Oh my goodness, are you serious? How did you know? 
I was just praying last night for the very thing that you just did for me. That person's faith just increased. And I guarantee you, your faith is going to increase. And you're going to see how God uses you and uses other people to build our faith up. Fellowship and being around people is so important. And the number one thing that the enemy does to stop us from experiencing all the amazing blessings, abundance, and power that God wants to do through you and in you is to keep you out of the Word of God, to keep you out of prayer, and to keep you out of fellowship with other believers. We have to. We have to. Again, we have to make it a point to read and meditate on God's Word, to prayer, to pray, and to prayer. Start a journal. Surround yourselves with amazing people of faith and hear their God stories. And then number four, Practice your faith through actions. Go and volunteer at your church. Connect to connect groups. Figure out how God can use you. This is, this is exactly why I'm doing this podcast. The kingdom-minded coach is to help people have a kingdom perspective and then to help those individuals that are ready to say, hey, you know what? I'm tired of living a mediocre life. I'm tired of just going through the rigmaroles of lives. I'm tired of being on this hamster wheel. I'm tired of the rat race. I'm tired of just waking up and trading my time for money. I'm tired. There must be something better and greater for me to do. If that's it, this is why the Kingdom-Minded Coach was created. Because we want to help you find your kingdom purpose, and then we want to take that passion and purpose and launch you into the marketplace so that you can impact people around the world because your message matters. We all got to do something, guys. We all have to put our hands to the plow. We all need to pay our bills and provide for our families. But why are we doing it, doing things that we do not like when God has given you a specific purpose and gifts to use? All you have to do is take these small steps and allow him to work in your life so you never have to have a J-O-B for all the days of your life. You can actually do the work that God has called you to do and you can get out of the J-O-B that has become a prison for you. God has something better for you. We just have to get out of the way. We have to heal our hearts and we have to stop being offended. We have to put ourselves in a position to submit ourselves under the mighty hand of God and he does this through people so find a healthy bible study find a healthy church hey subscribe to this podcast contact us we're going to have amazing resources that we're going to release soon it may be through the kingdom minded coach resources I just started a YouTube channel Go check it out. Go to our website, thekingdommindedcoach.com. You're going to be able to see our YouTube channel there. You're going to have video resources. You have this podcast. We're going to start doing um, curriculums that you're going to be able to purchase to be able to help you find out what that kingdom-driven purpose is that he has for you. And then we're going to teach you how to take that purpose, how to take your passion and develop the entrepreneurial kingdom entrepreneurship spirit so that you can go out there and actually do something that you love to do in the marketplace we all have something of value and you can exchange that value for monetary gain what better thing to do 
And then you're going to be able to have the time freedom to be able to do more godly things, to be able to travel more, give more, do more, and be more. So I hope this podcast helps you how to, in four easy steps, increase your faith. Apply these things into your life, and I promise you, God will show up in ways that you've never experienced before. Thank you so much, guys, for joining episode 12. I really appreciate your support. If you get a moment, go into iTunes on your iPhone or on your computer. Maybe you're hearing this on Google or wherever platform, whatever platform you're hearing it on. Go leave us a rate and a review. We'd really appreciate it, and it helps our podcast reach across the world a lot faster. And when you see a rate and a review, it increases the chances of people listening to the messages that we have. And yet again, go to YouTube, type in The Kingdom-Minded Coach. You'll find our YouTube channel there. Um, we're uploading videos on a weekly basis. There'll be more videos there. This is the beginning. We are at the genesis. It's like, let there be light. That's what just happened to the YouTube channel. So there's not much there, but subscribe, and you're going to start to see God move through the kingdom-minded coach, and we're going to provide content, value, and discipleship in areas of marriage, faith, business, marketing. I mean, so many different things that are going to help you live that powerful kingdom life that you were created and assigned to live. Until next time, guys, I pray that you find your kingdom purpose. I pray that you activate it and that you launch into the marketplace stronger than ever before. And my hopes is that you impact lives as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Let's go out there and make big, big, big things happen. God bless, guys. Thank you for tuning into the Kingdom Minded Coach Podcast with your host, Angel Rivera. We hope today's episode delivered clarity towards your kingdom-driven purpose, ignited a greater vision for your future, and inspired a deeper desire to embrace all that God has for you. If you have any questions or feedback for new topics or episodes, please connect with us by sending an email to info at thekingdommindedcoach.com. And don't forget to share the podcast with everyone you love and care about on all your favorite social media platforms. Remember, we're better together and sharing positivity brings us one step closer to true fulfillment. Until our next episode, pursue purpose, embrace change, and impact your world one person at a time. God bless.